We love to explain quantum physics and the mysteries of the universe, but the mysteries of finance, not so much. Intuit helps you demystify your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Understanding standard deductions or interest rates can be very complicated and tricky with big potential consequences. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card. The only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Do you ever wonder what your life would have been like if you had made different choices? You mean like if I had tea this morning instead of coffee? Yeah, no, like if 600 people had voted differently in Florida in the year 2000. Well, the whole world would be different in that case. Sometimes I wonder, like, what would have happened if I didn't go on that first date with my spouse or, you know, we went to a different restaurant or went for coffee instead of dinner. Yeah, I know. Or like if you had um, conceived your children one minute earlier or a minute later. It's incredible to think about all the other different lives you might have lived. But the amazing thing is that there are some physicists out there that think that those other yous, they might be real. They might be out there. They might be living your other lives. And this is not a theory or an idea. They think it might be reality. That's right. Somewhere out there, there's another podcast talking about whether you might be real. I'm Jorge number 1076, and in this universe, I am a cartoonist. And I'm Daniel number zero, and I'm a particle physicist. I smash particles together at the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, wow. So this time I get, we get Daniel number zero, like the original. This is the prototype, yes. So, you know, it might not all be functioning. There's still some bugs being worked out. This is the beta version of Daniel. <laughs> da- Daniel 0.0. <laughs> Daniel the mold. <laughs> Um, And this is our podcast, Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe. And this time, we're not just going to take the universe and explain it to you in a way that actually makes sense. We're going to go bigger. We're going to go beyond. We're going to go multi. We're going plaid. Beyond the universe. Bigger than the universe. That's right. Bigger than the universe. We're going to think about the depths of infinity. What is infinity? How far can you go? How infinite is the universe? Are there 
other universes out there. I know this sounds like a crazy call-in show you might have at 3 in the morning on an AM radio station, but it's a real science podcast. Today on the program... The The multiverse. Multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. It's echoing through all those other universes, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, The multiverse is an amazing concept, mostly because it gets you to think about the concept of infinity. You know, how if things really go on forever and you get to try everything, then anything that's possible eventually will happen. No matter how improbable, it's probably happening in an infinite multiverse. That's right. That's the wonderful mind-bending concept of the, of the multiverse. That's what makes it such an attractive, like, philosophical idea. I mean, the multiverse has really penetrated into, into culture. And I know that because when I was typing multiverse into my phone, it auto-corrected for multiverse. Like, that's a word in my phone's library, which what? means, you know, it must be a real thing, right? So not, not multiplication, not, um, <laughs> you know, something basic. The, the multiverse was the go-to with multi. Yeah, it's a really smart device. It's like, oh, are you talking about the multiverse? Yeah, yeah, let's complete the multiverse. My phone is totally ready for this podcast. I know all about the multiverse. The machines know. That's right. So in today's episode, we thought we would take the concept of the multiverse and break it down for you, explain it to you. What is it? Why is it a real thing? Why do scientists talk about it? And are they actually crazy? Is it even possible that there is more than one universe out there? That's right. Does that even make sense? And as usual, Daniel went out and asked people on the street if they knew what the multiverse was. Before you hear them, think to yourself, what is your idea of the multiverse? How would you answer this question? Here's what people had to say. Do you know what the multiverse is? Not really. Have you heard of the multiverse? No, I haven't. You heard of the multiverse? No. No clue? No. uh My impression from having been around this kind of science for a few years is that it's a bit fantastical and it does not seem likely to be the the truth. I think of it as like a series of like our universes that like all kind of connect to each other but are separate. That's from comic books, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, so most of the people didn't seem to know what the multiverse was, which was surprising to me as a comics fan who is very familiar with the DC Universe multiverse and the Marvel multiverse. That was my favorite answer. The one person who said, isn't that a thing from comic books? (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. I love that answer. And I should reveal um, a secret, Jorge, which is one of these answers was from my wife. Oh. I will not tell you which one. I will not tell you which one. And for the purpose of of, uh, continuing her anonymity, but one of those is her answers. Interesting. You mean the one with the beautiful voice, right? (laughs) The one where she's like, this is a ridiculous question. I can't believe you're interviewing me for your podcast. There's so many better things to do. I'm trying to make dinner here. (laughs) No, I make dinner. Excuse me. No, no, I make dinner. I interviewed her while I was making dinner. Oh, right. Anyway, um, but a lot of people, yeah, do they just haven't even heard of it, right? Like some people hadn't heard it at all. Yeah, it's interesting because, and this is one of these words that you would think sort of explain itself just with the word multiverse, like a multiple universe. And nobody sort of even try to guess. I don't know. I don't think that explains itself. I mean, if you ask me the question, what is a multiverse? I might say it's a poem with multiple stanzas, you know, like multiverse. I wouldn't necessarily think crazy physics theory that spans the depths of infinity. Mm. Um, Or comic book concepts. (laughs) And, you know, I have a, a quibble with the word, you know, like 
if universe is supposed to mean everything, mm -hmm. then how can there, by definition, be a multiverse, right? Like, mm. you can't have multiple everythings. It's like a uni-universe. <laughs> That's right. If I say, give me all your money, and you give me all your money, and then, I, and then you still have money, then you haven't really given me all your money, right? Uh-huh. Right? I want to rob, rob the multi-bank. <laughs> What is the multiverse? The multiverse is a concept in physics which tries to grapple with infinity. And it mm -hmm. grapples with infinity in multiple different ways. So there's the multiverse, but it's actually multiple different multiverse theories, right? But they all share one thing in common, which is that they're trying to explain when there's an arbitrariness. They're trying to grapple with the fact that our universe seems random. Like, it's this way and not that other way. And the way they explain that is by suggesting maybe every way is explored by the multiverse and we just happen to live in this one. Right. And so when you find something in the universe which seems like it could have been different, and you wonder why is it this and not something else, the multiverse is there to coddle you and say, well, maybe everything is explored somewhere and there's no reason for it to be this and not the other. It's just random. Right. So that's kind of the reason why physicists consider it. But as a concept, what does it mean? It means multiple universes, right? That's, it's a contraction of multiple universes. Yeah, it means multiple universes. Um, but then again, different physicists mean different things by, by that. And so there's a guy named Max Tegmark. He's a really smart guy. I read his book. It's called Our Mathematical Universe. Mm -hmm. And it's a fascinating book. It's like 600 pages. It's well, it's well uh, written. But in it, he has a really nice categorization of the different kinds of multiverses. So I thought we'd follow that. Okay, so wait, there's like multi-multiverses. <laughs> That's right. Multi-multi-multiverses. <laughs> Is it all just under the uni-multi-multi-universe? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Um, they all have the same agent, actually, <laughs> so you can just yeah, pay them all directly. Okay, so uh, there's a, you're saying there's a way to classify the different versions of the idea of the multiverse. Yeah, that's right. I feel like we're like three layers into the inception here. <laughs> right. Be prepared for more levels. I mean, so, can we just sort of one, talk about what it like? What is one? What what is one version of the multiverse? It's like the idea that there are multiple versions of like like our universe is just one version of the universe, and there might be other versions of the universe out there, right? That's exactly. the kind of basic idea, right? That's the whole overall arching framework. But what the multi means depends on what you mean by the uni, right? So, for example, so let's get concrete, right? All right. Um, some people think about the observable universe as our universe. That's just everything we can see, right? Mm -hmm. and remember, you can't see the whole universe because light doesn't travel infinitely fast. It travels at the speed of light. And so you can only see as far as light has had time to travel in the history of the universe. Right. It's all everything we can see because there might be stuff that we can't see in the universe. Exactly. There's other stuff out there. Now, some people think, oh, the multiverse is all these different bubbles. There's like my observable universe. And then somewhere super far away, maybe there's another me. And that other me has an observable universe that's centered around them. Okay. And so from mm -hmm. that concept, the multiverse is probing the fact that the universe seems to have started randomly. Like, why do we have the Milky Way? And why does the Milky Way look the way it does and not like another galaxy? Right. You can trace that all the way back to like the initial conditions of the universe. The arrangement of molecules in the very, very early universe, which inevitably led to the Milky Way. Mm -hmm. What if that arrangement had been a tiny bit different, right? You would had mm -hmm. coffee instead of tea, you had, had taken that break differently or whatever. Some tiny thing had been different, then the Milky Way would look different. So that simplest multiverse is just a way of saying 
every possible initial condition for the universe started somewhere else. And so all those other possibilities might be out there. There's a version of Jorge, you know, with um, blonde hair. And there's a, a version of the of the Earth where there's big flying blue dragons streaking through the sky all the time. Right. But you're sort of assuming that the space we're in, our universe, goes on forever, infinity. Yes. And you're saying exactly. that a version of the multiverse is one in which if you just keep going in one direction, at some point, things will start to kind of repeat itself, but maybe not quite the same way. That's right, because they start from different initial conditions, right? Okay, but they're still the same universe. Yeah, it's the same space, right? Okay, so that's one exactly. idea. So it's the same space and the same laws of physics. But remember, mm. what is the concept that that answers? What, what, what problem in physics does that address? The problem in physics it addresses is the fact that you know, we don't know why we had this set of initial conditions and not some other, right? Why are the particles that started off this observable universe arranged in that way and not another? And this is okay. just a way of saying it doesn't matter because every possibility is tried. So okay. we don't have to answer that question anymore. But right? why do physicists have so much trouble with this concept? Like, why couldn't just, we just be a random roll of the die and that's just the way it is? Why does it need, why does, it, why does there need to be every possible roll of the die? Are you, you're basically asking me, why do physicists look for answers, right? <laughs> I mean, that's, no, just, that's I mean, the why? job, you know? You uh, look at the universe and say, why is it this and not that? Is there meaning to it or mm -hmm. is it random, right? Because if there's meaning to it, then you can get some insight. You could have just said, hey, look, there's a uh, hundred elements in the periodic table and that's all there is. And why that hundred elements? I don't know. It's just random, right? Well, I mean, no, I mean, in the sense that it could be, it's like I have $5 in my pocket and, you know, I could spend time thinking about why I have $5 or I could spend an infinite amount of time thinking about why I don't have $6, $7, $8, $10, $11. Do you know what I mean? Like, why can't I just be happy that with the fact that I have $5? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. Physicists are never happy. No, that's the problem. And they it's, don't have any it's money. It's due to our deep-seated depression that we need to answer this question. <laughs> No, we want to know why, and, and the answer, it's just a random choice, is not satisfying. Okay. Well, right? this seems to be like the most vanilla version of the multiverse. You're just saying that exactly. the multiverse, one version of the multiverse is just that uh, it's so big and that there's sort of different neighborhoods where different things could have happened. That's right. So that's the most vanilla. So now let's go to chocolate chip. Mm -hmm. Let's get to the slightly more interesting multiverse. Let's add some flavor. What if in other parts of space, deep, 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 far away... Maybe it wasn't just the initial conditions of where the part, how the particles were arranged, mm. but maybe the, the constants of the laws of physics themselves are different. Like, what if the mass of an electron is different a bajillion light years away? Mm. Or the strength of gravity is different a bajillion light years away? Because th there's nothing that says that's not possible. There's nothing that says that's not possible because these num we have no reason to explain what the mass of the electron is. We have no reason to explain why gravity has the strength it does. Right? Oh. And so you think, well, maybe they're just random. So that's a way to answer it. Say, well, oh, it's just a random number and every possibility is tried eventually and we're just in the one that happens to be this one. We're right? just in the neighborhood where the electron weighs, you know, mm -hmm. 0.6 EV. Exactly. And there's two varieties of this one, right? There's Either the laws of physics are different somewhere else in our very, very large universe, mm -hmm. or you have like different spaces. So like these universes are not connected. Like there's the space of our universe, mm -hmm. and somehow there's another universe with a different set of laws of physics because the masses of the electron are different and the strength of gravity is different. And those right. spaces don't necessarily have to be connected. What do you mean? Like I, you can't travel in a straight line from one area to the other one? 
because something would stop you? Yeah, that one makes a little bit more sense because it's weird to have different masses of the electrons in the same space. I mean, mm. I guess it's possible, right? But it's, it seems yeah. somehow more comforting if those other universes with different laws of physics were somehow disconnected from ours. Okay, but what would stop you from going to that other universe? Well, if it's not connected to ours, you just can't get there. You know, I mean, we had a whole podcast about like the shape of space, right? We talked about how space could be infinite or it could um, be closed. It could be that you could travel forever and and, uh, come back to where you started, etc. It's like closed pockets of space. Yeah, it could also be disconnected, right? You could have two separate pockets of space that you just can't travel from one to the other. Like bubbles of space, right? And then if you have two, you could have three, you could have four. You could have a jillion, right? Why not? It's on sale. Take as many as you like. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the other types of multiverses. But first, let's take a quick break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico. Because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, so we're in the chocolate chip flavored multiverse, the one where <laughs> right. we're literally the universes are like chocolate chips, you know, <laughs> like the, you're, uh, <laughs> you're right. like little chocolate chips sprinkled in, in on in on the ice cream of infinity. Yeah, exactly. And each each one could be infinite, right? 
And then you just you can think of them as like layers in a pastry, or you could think of them as, as as chocolate chips or something. Or you could think maybe Daniel should have eaten something before he did this podcast, or <laughs> yeah. because all of his analogies seem to be about food. Um, but yeah, that's the general idea. Okay, that that there could be other universes with different constants of the laws of physics, which would have you know a big impact because if the electron weighed a different amount, everything would be different. If neutrons mm. had different, if the force of gravity or the force of the strong force were different, it, the place would, everything would look different. Oh, I see. Because these all these numbers, you know, these constants in the laws of physics, they seem to be random. It's kind of what you're saying, right? Well, they we don't have explanations for them. That's not the same as they're random, right? One explanation for not knowing why the numbers are they are what they are is oh they're random mm. but there is no explanation and so we can just sort of put the question aside and i see it's possible that the electron weighs this much because of some mathematical fundamental you know construction of the universe yeah exactly like say for example i lose 200 bucks and the very same day you tell me hey look i found 200 bucks mm-hmm. well that could be random right? right or there could be a simpler explanation like you owe me 200 bucks right uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't sound persuaded no, no i'm saying this is all <laughs> hypothetical and that <laughs> yeah exactly so you know i actually owe you 300 bucks oh yeah okay uh, i'll wait for the check um i want to pay you an ice cream please <laughs> um the goal of physics remember is to explain these things it's not mm. just to say well, that's kind of a mystery, head scratch, maybe it's random, right? Mm. Is to say, what could explain it? Is there a deeper theory of physics that doesn't have these arbitrary numbers in it, right? That can explain why the electron is the way it is, oh, and the Higgs is the way it is, I right? See. That would be a better theory of physics. Like, just saying it's random is just not satisfactory to a physicist. That's right. To me, it's not satisfactory at all. It's like saying, stop asking questions, you know? Oh. Okay. So then you have to posit the idea that maybe it's not random. And if it's not random, one possible explanation is that they all exist. Uh, you have to posit that it is random. And then, right, and that every possibility is tried somewhere and that this ours was just chosen randomly. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's go past chocolate chip. Okay. What's another flavor of multiverse? <laughs> this is, I, I would think, say this is like the rainbow sherbet flavor of the multiverse. <laughs> Are there 27 the... flavors of multiverse? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's only four. Um, this one is the quantum mechanics multiverse. This one says, you know, what happens when a particle has to make a random choice, right? The Schrodinger's cat is either dead or alive, and it's random, mm-hmm. right? A particle goes to the left slit or the right slit. It's random. It's okay. very uncomfortable for there to be no reason why it chooses one and not the other. So this is version of quantum mechanics called the multi-worlds hypothesis, mm-hmm. multi-worlds interpretation, where both happen. The universe splits and both things happen. The particle goes into the left slit and the right slit. Schrodinger's cat is dead in one universe and alive in the other one. Oh. So every quantum interaction generates another universe where the other random thing has happened. So every choice of Every electron and quantum particle in all of existence, every time it makes a decision, generates a whole new universe. Yeah, it's not a tiny theory, right? I mean, we judge these theories based on, like, how simple are they? How Uh compactly can you explain everything? And this theory generates a whole entire (laughs) universe for every particle interaction ever, right? And that's a lot of universes, so... It's not a whole lot of simplicity. Is the idea that they like these things get generated, or is it just that everything, every possibility exists at the same time? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it kind of like a, 
it actually pops into existence. Is it into the past as well as the, the future? Yeah. No, I think they are created in that moment. They only start from when the choice happened. Yeah, because they split, right? So the number of universes is growing. Oh. And, they, and we all just exist at the same time, like at, in the same spot in the universe, in reality. Do you know what I mean? Like, are we on top of each other? That's not a well-defined question, right? We're not in the same space because, you know, our past is different from the other universe's past, right? Mm-hmm. In, our, in our past, the cat is dead, or in their past, the cat is alive. And so we can't interact with them at all. They would be like in a different space. I mean, there would be a universe, it'd be just as valid. There'd be ice cream and pretzels and all sorts of stuff in that universe as well, although it would just be slightly different. And we can't travel from one to the other. They're like causally disconnected. Right, because they have a different past history. Right. So you can't get from one to the other. So where is that one? That question requires you to like put both of them in some space and then answer the question of how to get from one to the other. But they're just different. You know, they're like it's like asking how close is the page in this book to that page in that other book in China? You know, like they're mm. in different books, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that's the quantum mechanical one. That one's sort of mind-blowing. And before people think, oh, that's ridiculous, remember that there is no satisfactory answer to the question in quantum mechanics of how that randomness is chosen. Why'd the electron turn left and not right? Yes, exactly. Why left and not right? Yeah. And so that randomness is frustrating, right? And you'd like to have an answer. And the answer we have from quantum mechanics, the Copenhagen interpretation, the alternative to the multi-worlds, says that it makes a choice. The universe throws a dice, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of crazy also, you know? Like, where is this dice? Who's in charge of throwing it? How does it work? You know, is it really random? Why why not? It's so strange. I find it natural, doesn't, you know? Like, the universe just made the decision, and that's what it is. (laughs) You like to live in a very decisive universe that just, like, moves forward? (laughs) Yeah, you know? Um, okay, so so that's the quantum mechanics multi-world version of a multiverse. Yeah, exactly. And so you're saying there's a fourth type. Right, and so we're getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, that was the rainbow sherbet. So now, where the, it's like, I don't know, this is the version of the multiverse where you like, um, empty the freezer and mix everything <laughs> together in a blender, okay? Chocolate right, chip vanilla... Time. Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow sherbet, pistachio, right? Put in some licorice in there. This okay. is the idea that every possible theory of physics has its own universe, right? Mm-hmm. And to think about this, you have to think about the relationship between physics and math, right? So we use math to describe what's happening in the physical universe, right? But sometimes you can come up with a theory that doesn't reflect what's actually happening, right? And this happens all the time. Theorists Physicists come up with ideas like, oh, maybe the universe works this way. I have a beautiful mathematical theory which could describe a universe. But then uh, they go and they check it and no, it doesn't describe our universe. You mean Sorry, like I could say um, F equals 3MA. Yeah. And that would be a theory of a universe, but it wouldn't describe what's happening around me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not that specific example, but that's the general idea. Construct a different set of, of physical laws that are self-consistent, right? They have to be self-consistent, non-contradictory, and have all the right mathematical properties. Uh-huh. There are more theories of physics than, than just the one that describes our universe, right? So Max Tegmark, he thinks that the universe is mathematical, uh-huh. right? That, that because the universe can be represented by a mathematical construct, which is, you know, laws of physics... That means that it is those laws of physics, which means that if there are other laws of physics that you could put together, they also have their own real universes out there. And somewhere out there, there is a universe following 
F equals 3ma or whatever the other laws of physics are. Huh. Not just a constant in our formulation of the laws of physics, but just like a whole different equation. Yeah. I mean, imagine far f- in the future, we've answered all the questions about the constants. We know why the electron has a mass it is, why the Higgs is, why the gravity, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We still have the laws themselves. We have to wonder, like, why these laws? Why does the universe follow these laws and not these other very reasonable set of laws that my math professor over there put together and could work for his own universe, right? Really? Why these and not some other? So, like, what are some things that could change mathematically? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, F doesn't equal MA. F equals MA. Is that the only physics equation you know, Jorge? Because you keep (laughs) going back to that one. I'm going to challenge you. Give me another physics equation. I mean, I could say things like the Lagrangian and potential energy, but, you know, I'm not sure a lot of people (laughs) understand that. (laughs) No, that's exactly right. Like, there are, I mean, even the whole concept of how energy works, right? Like, we talked on another podcast about the theory of everything, how everything we're discovering is just the consequence of the universe at its lowest level, you know? Mm. Is the universe at its lowest level strings and they have some interaction and everything follows from that? Or are they tiny quantum loops? Or are they point particles in the way they interact? Right. Everything that that, the, that makes the universe university comes from its basic structure. And so you could ask, like, could its basic structure be different? Could those rules of interaction be different, right? Mm. Um, and yeah, and you could, you could start from a totally different point and say, uh, I'm going to build a universe out of tiny puppies, right? And they interact in this way. And then you can get a universe, right? Like, build a universe. What would it look like? Maybe it wouldn't be very interesting. Maybe it wouldn't have this rich, complex structure that we have, right? Right. But it's a valid universe. You could have a universe with nothing in it, a completely empty universe, right? There you go. No, nothing in it, no interactions. Boom. There's a law of, There's a theory of physics. That might be out there, right? That's the idea. That's the idea, that if there's a consistent set of laws, then it exists, right? Mm-hmm. That would be like the, um, you know, the all-black chocolate, the deep oh, chocolate with nothing in it. Okay, so let me see if I can break this down. There's four kinds of multiverses. The first kind of multiverse is one where it's just so big that you, you can live in different neighborhoods of it. That's right. And which might be different versions of each other just because space is infinite and you're at some point going to repeat this universe, but maybe slightly different within our own still sort of universe, space. Exactly. And those different neighborhoods are all different because they started slightly differently in the very beginning. Oh. And that's the randomness that that first vanilla multiverse is, is exploring. Okay, The very I see. beginning of how the particles were put together. Okay, version number two, the chocolate chip is... Wait, is that the chocolate chip? No, the, yeah, the chocolate, <laughs> the chocolate chip is that maybe there are other pockets of, in our universe where the constants of our, the laws of physics are different. And then there's a version, the quantum mechanics version, where that says every time the, you open the box and the cat dies, that generates a whole new universe. Mm-hmm. And there's one where the laws of physics itself, the math, changes from universe to universe. That's right, yeah. Oh. And uh, for comic book fans, we can have a level five, which is Marvel Universe versus DC Universe <laughs> versus independent upstart comic universe. Yeah, right? but then you had Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earth, and that all collapsed, and... <laughs> But then you had the <laughs> reboot 52 a few years ago, and there's a version of the universe where the DC movies are actually good, but you know, those are <laughs> improbable. I like the DC movies. They no. are dark. Yes, they are good. I am pro DC. Oh man, you are the you are the anti-Daniel. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna have a DC versus Marvel throwdown at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, let's take a quick break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? 
And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time off to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life to immerse myself in natural beauty and have a unique experience. But you don't have to leave the United States to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. People from Puerto Rico are called Boricuas, but it's not just a name. It's a spirit, a flavor, a rhythm that you can only find in one place on Earth. Puerto Rico. It's embodied by these proud, passionate people, and you'll feel it in every part of the island. When you bask in the warmth of the beaches, when you taste the love in the food, when you embrace the call of adventure, you'll find the Boricua spirit in yourself as well. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. You can forget where you came from and embrace where you are in Puerto Rico. Because your visit ends, but the stories last forever. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. So those are, that's kind of the breakdown of all the different kinds of multiverses. But at the core, it's the same mm-hmm. idea, is that the, there are different versions of our universe out there in existence. That's right. My big question is, how, are we ever going to know if these other universes exist? Like, is it even possible to verify that they are there, that they exist? And could we get there ever? The short answer is probably not, right? And it, the long answer is it depends on the flavor of multiverse we're talking about. Mm. For the simplest one, we're talking about, you know, things that are just sort of far away. Then, yeah, you just wait long enough and eventually light from there will reach us and we will see that other version of you that married that other person and, you know, didn't have kids and gets to spend their money on cool bicycles and, and cars and all sorts of stuff. And you can answer the question, would I have been happier? Well, if you could zip through the universe, you would eventually find another Earth. Yeah, if the universe really is um, infinite and the initial conditions are random, then everything that's possible will happen and you just have to go far enough away. Okay. Max Tegmar tried to calculate, like, how far is the, away from us is that other you? And mm-hmm. he got some ridiculous numbers, like 10 to the 10 to the 100. So, like, I mean, that's a number that's bigger than I can even imagine. Remember, right. it's 10 to the 80 is the number of particles in the universe. So 10 to the 10 to the 100 is, like, a good, gig- good gigabillion yeah. Oh. But in principle, that person is out there. 
it's out there is just separated by distance from us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's one possible multiverse that you could actually test, but it would take forever, and so it's not really satisfying. The other flavors are mostly different spaces, you know, like the ones where the laws of physics are different or quantum mechanics has made a different choice. Those universes we can't ever visit. We can't interact with them. Almost by construction, there's no way to interact with them. And mm. so if you can't interact with them, you can't like send a probe or get data from them, you know, then there's no way to ever prove that they exist. You know, there's no way to ever say, here, we can visit them or we can, we can demonstrate conclusively that it's real and not just an idea. Like we can't ever touch it, touch the, that of those other universes or get there. But you're saying that you were telling me the other day that we might be able to prove mathematically that they exist. Yeah, there's a nice argument um, by several people, including Sean Carroll, that says that what if you had a theory of physics which required the multiverse, right? What if the only theory of physics we could come up with here mm-hmm. required there to be other universes? And the hard work there is figuring that out. And meaning, in theory, you could know that there is a multiverse and that other multiverses exist, but you could still not be able to touch them or visit them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's hard to come up with a theory that absolutely requires the existence of the multiverse. The unique solution to the theory is that the multiverse exists. So, yeah, in principle, I think Sean is right. It's possible. But I think it's very difficult to construct that kind of theory to prove the multiverse exists. So, mm. so it kind of seems like uh, it's kind of a, if we can't ever go to these other universes or visit them, um, it's almost like it's pretty much just the universe, you know? Like it's, <laughs> That's right. The one we have is pretty much it. For us, it's pretty much the only one we have, right? For all practical that's right. purposes. And, and I think that's where we should focus. And the reason I'm down on the multiverse is that I feel like a little bit it's, a, it's giving up. You know, it's saying, okay, we don't know what the mass of the electron is, but maybe there is no answer. Maybe the electron is different here and somewhere else. And so let's just stop mm. asking. And I never want to stop asking, right? I always want to say, maybe there's another theory that explains it. Maybe there's a way to unravel this mystery. So the multiverse and the anthropic principle, it's a way of sort of shrugging and saying, I don't know. And that's not very scientific. You want to keep you know? digging that hole, look for that one sort of unifying <laughs> theory that explains yeah, exactly. one universe. So far, we've been making progress. So far, we've figured things out. So far, when things have seemed inexplicable, we've realized why they had to be that way. And it turns out there could have been no other way because we understood something at a level deeper, which explained it. So I think the multiverse, we're going to look back on it in 100 years and laugh, you know, and we'll say, oh, well, those guys had no idea what was going on. Everything they thought was random was determined by laws of physics they just hadn't discovered yet, you know? But I think you're right. I think the lesson is to really focus on the one universe we have, you know? This is the only one I've got, so... I'm going to spend my time trying to figure it out. So make your choices carefully. That's right. That's right, because you only have one go around. So far, until physics finds the multiverse. All right. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed that. Or I hope there's a version of the universe where you enjoyed that. (laughs) And I understood it as well. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you still have a question after listening to all these explanations, please drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daniel and Jorge, that's one word, or email us at feedback at danielandjorge.com.
life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.